Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hello there, and welcome back to the Exodus podcast of the Old Testament, chapter 35 today. Alrighty, verse 1. Now, as I mentioned, they're going to start to build the tabernacle. Verse 1, And Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said unto them, These are the words which the Lord hath commanded that ye should do them. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be to you a holy day, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whosoever doeth work therein shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire throughout your your habitations upon the Sabbath day. And Moses spake unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord commanded, saying, Take ye from among you an offering unto the Lord. Whosoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it, an offering of the Lord, gold and silver and brass, and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair, and ram's skins dyed red, and badger's skins and shittim wood, or acacia, and oil for the light, and spices for the for anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, and onyx stones, and stones to be set for the aphod, and for the breastplate, and every wise-hearted, i.e. every one that is talented or skilled, among you shall come, and make all that the Lord hath commanded. The tabernacle, his tent, and his covering, his tatches, or his hooks, and his boards, his bars, his pillars, and his sockets, the ark and the staves thereof, with the mercy seat and the veil of the covering, the table and his staves, and all his vessels, or his utensil, or its utensils, and the shewbread, the candlestick also for the light, and his furniture, and his lamps, with the oil for the light, and the incense altar, and his staves, and the anointing oil, and the sweet incense, and the and the hang uh, and the hanging or screen or curtain for the door at the entering in of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering with his brazen grate, his staves and all his vessels, the laver and his foot or its base, the hangings of the court, his pillars and their sockets and the hanging for the door of the court, the pins or pegs of the tabernacle and the pins of the court and their co- and their cords, the cloths or officiating garments of service to do service in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. And they came, every one whose heart stirred stirred him up and every one whom his heart made willing. And they brought the Lord's offering to the work of or in use of the tabernacle of the congregation. <clears throat> or tent of meeting, and for all his service, and for the holy garments. And they came, both men and women, as many as were willing-hearted, and brought bracelets, and earrings, and rings, and tablets, all jewels of gold, or jewelry. And every man that offered, uh, offered, offered an offering of gold unto the Lord. And every man with whom was found blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine linen, and goat's hair, and red skins of rams, and badger's skins brought them. Every one that did offer an offering of silver and brass brought the Lord's offering, and every man with whom was found shittim wood for any work of the service brought it. 
And all the women that were wise-hearted did spin with their hands and brought that which they had spun, both of blue and of purple and of scarlet and of fine linen. And all the women whose heart stirred them up in wisdom, i.e. unto skills, spun goat's hair. And the rulers, or presidents, or presiding officers, brought onyx stones and stones to be set for the aphod and for the breastplate and spice and oil for the light and for the and for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense the children of israel brought a willing or free will offering unto the unto the lord every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring them to bring for all manner of work which the lord had commanded to be to be made by the hand of moses and moses said unto the children of israel see the lord hath called by name bazaliel the son of uri the son of her of the tribe of Judah, and he hath filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, and in the in all manner of workmanship, and to devise curious works or artistic things, to work in gold and in silver and in brass, and in the cutting of stones to set them, and in carving of wood to make any manner of cunning work, or do or skilled craftsmanship. And he hath put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholiah, the son of Ahazamach of the tribe of Dan, them hath he filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of work, of the engraver, and of the cunning workman, or skilled craftsman, and of the embroiderer, in blue and in purple and scarlet and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of them that do any work, and of those that devise cunning work. So I just want to read you a little bit more narrative about this, uh, just to kind of give a, a framework here. Everything was now ready for the construction of the tabernacle and all requisite for its services. We can understand how, especially in view of the work before them, the Sabbath rest should now be once more enjoined. Then a proclamation was made for voluntary contributions of all that, were ed- that was needful, to which the people responded with such willing offerings that soon not only sufficient but too much for the work was gathered. The amount of gold and silver actually used and expressly is expressly mentioned in Exodus 38. The sum total of the gold amounts in present value of about $131,000 and that of the silver and, and about <clears throat> and about 75,000 or both together to 207,000 and it must be borne in mind that this sum does not indicate the whole amount offered by Israel only that actually employed in regard to the silver either less of it or it was offered or none at all may have been which every Israelite had to pay on their on their being first numbered nor was it only gold silver and other material which the people brought all wise-hearted men and women whose heart the Lord stirred up that is all who understood such work and whose real and whose zeal was kindled by love for God's sanctuary, busied themselves according to their ability under the direction of Bazaliel, the grandson of, of Hur, and Aholiah of the tribe of Daniel. But what chiefly impresses us is the sacred narrative, is the evidence of spiritual devotion, which appeared alike in the gifts and in the labor of the people. And Moses did look upon all the work, and behold, they had done it as Jehovah had commanded, even so, had they done it, and Moses blessed them. Under such willing hands, the work, the whole work was completed within an almost incredibly short period, or comprising 
Exodus 19.1, which fixes the arrival of Israel at Mount Sinai as in the third month of the first year with Exodus 40 verse 2, which informs us that the tabernacle was ready for, for setting up on the first day of the first month of the second year. We find that an interval of nine months had elapsed. From this, however, must be deduced and twice forty days during which Moses was on the mount, as well as the days which is when Israel prepared for the covenant, and when and those when it was ratified, and the law given, and also the interval between Moses's first and second stay on the mountain. Thus, the whole of the elaborate work connected with the tabernacle and its and its services must have been done within six months. And now that the tabernacle was reared up, Moses first placed. Within the most holy place, the ark holding the testimony and covered it with the mercy seat. Next, he ranged in the holy place to the north, the table of shewbread, setting the bread in order upon it before the Lord. Then to the south, the candlestick lighting its lamp before the Lord. And finally, the golden altar before the veil of the most holy place. And he burnt sweet incense thereon. All this being done and the curtain of the entrance to the tabernacle hung up. The altar of, of burnt offering was placed by the, by the door of the tabernacle and the laver between it and, the, and that altar, although probably not in a straight line, but somewhat to the side of the altar to, of burnt offering. And on the altar smoked the burnt and the meat offering, and the laver was filled with water in which Moses and Aaron and his sons washed their hands and their feet. All was now quite in readiness, <clears throat> means... Um, all was now quite in readiness, means ordinances and appointed channels of blessing, and all was in waiting. One thing only was needed, but upon that the meaning of and the efficacy of everything else depended. But God was faithful to his, his promise. As in believing expectancy Israel looked up, the cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the glory of Jehovah filled the tabernacle. Outside, visible to all rested upon the tent, that cloud and pillar in which Jehovah had hitherto guided them, and would continue to do so. For as the cloud by day and the appearance of fire by night tarried over the tabernacle, the children of Israel abode in their tents, and journeyed not. But when it was taken up, then Israel's camp was speedily broken up, and journeying they followed their divine leader. A constant visible and guiding presence of Jehovah was among his his professing people, resting above the outer tent that covered the tabernacle, but within the tab that tabernacle itself there was yet another and unapproachable presence, for the glory of Jehovah filled the tabernacle, and Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the, t of the congregation, because the cloud abode thereon, and the glory of Jehovah filled the tabernacle." Presently it withdrew within Moses, within the most holy place, into which none could enter but the high priest once a year, and that on the day and, the per and for the purpose of atonement, and where it rested between the cherubim of glory above the mercy seat that covered the ark with the testimony. For the way into the holiest of all was not, made, was not yet made manifest, but Christ being come an high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Um, some, some of the uh, symbolism here of the Exodus is a type of the plan of salvation, uh, Israel in Canaan. I think I read this once before, so we'll skip it. Never mind. 
Uh, the tabernacle is also a type. When man was sent out of the Garden of Eden, he went to the east of Eden. And uh, we're all trying to get back to the Garden of Eden, and we do that by going through the temple. The tabernacle and temple of today is trying to help us to do the reverse of the Garden of Eden. We come from the east and go into the temple and return to the presence of God. The main entrance of the Salt Lake Temple faces east. Not all temples, however, face east. For example, Nauvoo actually faces west. Today we can go to the temple ourselves to do this. The Israelites could not do it themselves. They had to have someone else do it for them. This is what was this was what was taken with them on Sinai. Uh, the outer court, uh, the altar is obedience and sacrifice, or broken heart and a contrite spirit, symbolic of the telestial. The, the laver is baptism and the remission of sins. The holy place, or the terrestrial room, the menorah is the tree of life, or li- lived by the light of the Holy Ghost. The table of shewbread represents the sacrament. The table also included wine with the bread. The altar of incense represents the prayers to heaven directly in front of the veil. And then you go through the veil, uh, and there are angels on the veil. We must pass by the angels who stand as sentinels guarding the celestial kingdom. The Holy of Holies represents the celestial room. and The Ark of the Covenant, where Christ sits and meets with Moses, he will meet with each of us, and that's the presence of God. The celestial room in the temples that we have is the, is the throne room of, of Jesus Christ. So that's the end of Exodus chapter 35. Come back tomorrow for Exodus 36. See you next time. Bye.